are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello, and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad to be with you today. Today, we are going to be talking about your heart and how does it get programmed. But before I get into that, I'd like to let everybody know you can connect with me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And I would like to encourage everyone to head on over after the show to voiceamerica.tv and check out my television show over there. I have Marianne's Garden over there, and I also have Healing Codes information at voiceamerica.tv. I'd also like to give this little disclaimer that the show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary, and Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider in your area about any concerns that you may have. All righty. Well, what exactly is the heart? The heart is not the beating thing that pushes blood around your body, it is that heart that we will name as the I love you with all my heart, heart. It is the heart that is responsible, shall we say, for our stress or our lack of stress. Really, scientists know that the heart exists, but they really can't prove it. And that, that's the tough thing. When you have something that everybody knows exists, but you just can't prove it. So what do you do from that point? Do you just say, no, even though I know it exists, um, the, the the whole thing is just kind of uh, like hokey. So I'm going to deny its existence. And the problem with that is once you start denying the existence that is of something that is so important to our health and to our wellness, both emotionally as well as physically, then we are setting ourselves up for a lifetime of disease and dysfunction. So now, we have a heart. And this heart really has everything to do with our well-being. And how does that work? 
the heart has what we call a heart screen. Now, I spoke about this in a couple of shows ago about the heart screen and what it was. And again, it's something that we know exists. Even science says we know it exists. Professionals that are telling you how to improve your life and get things done in your life know it exists and talk about it all the time. They don't necessarily call it the heart screen, but they do use it in their self-improvement programs. So now, what is the heart screen? It is where we visualize everything. And I do mean everything. Just like you would go to a movie theater and see the screen in front of you, you are visualizing that heart screen. Just like you look at your smartphone and all the pictures on that screen of your heart of the of the cell phone, the smartphone is what similar to what you are visualizing on your heart screen. So now what's the point of the heart screen? How on earth can that possibly be affecting everything we do and are in our lives? Well, it's like this. We can do nothing, absolutely nothing, without first visualizing it. Everything you you see in front of you right now was first visualized by somebody, or if you're looking at your hand, I believe it was visualized by the Creator. Because we have the ancient texts, not only in the Bible, but all throughout ancient civilizations that say God created man in his image. And so what is image but a picture on God's heart. And since we were created in that image, we were also given an imagination, preferably call it an image maker, a visualization maker. A visualizer. We were given that so that we could function. Let me ask you this question. If you still doubt that everything has to be an image. Let's say you have an appointment today. And let's just call it something simple. You have an appointment to go get your hair cut. I don't know which hair you're going to get cut. Let's just say you're going to get all of your hairs cut. 
Now, when I spoke about getting your hair cut, what image came to you? Was it a picture of where you go all the time to get your hair cut, that location? How about the inside of that location? And if you have a stylist that you go to all the time, what about that stylist's face? What they look like? And when it's time for you to leave your home to go get your hair cut, what is the image that comes to your mind? Do you picture yourself going down the stairs of your apartment complex and out the door and possibly onto a bus or a trolley or even a train? Or how about going out the door of your house and getting into your car? Now, what's the vision that's coming to your mind about getting to the haircut. If you're riding public transportation, is it the image of all of the stops running past you until it is time for your stop and you know exactly when to push the get off button if that's the way your public transportation works? But you know exactly which station or stop to get off because you have a picture of it in your mind and what it looks like. And you know exactly which street to drive down to get to the salon or the haircut place in your car because you know exactly what the roads look like in the image. What if, say for example, they put up a roadblock and you had to go and take a detour? That could mess you up because you don't know the directions of that detour. And if they weren't courteous and putting up signs that tell you this way for the detour, or that way, to go for the detour, you might just very well get lost on your way to getting a haircut. That's exactly how we get lost going any place. We've never been there before. We don't know what the roads look like to get there. We may not even look know what the place looks like where we are going. Or what if you're on public transportation and in the meantime, since you last had your hair cut and got off at that station, they did a complete reface of that particular station and you don't recognize it anymore. You might just miss your stop because your heart is telling you, no, that's not the stop. That's not where I get off. That is why 
everything that we do depends upon the images that we have on our heart. Now, I am frequently asked, what about individuals who have been blind from birth? And that's a very fascinating topic because even though a person has been blind from birth and there are examples of people regaining their vision through surgeries or whatever and they have been blind from birth but they will say I created a picture of what a person looked like because that picture came through my hands. So, yes, even though you might have been blind from birth, you do have images on your heart. Folks, when we get back from the break, we will continue with this conversation. So don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about how does our heart get programmed. Well, just before the break, I was talking about how a person that has been blind from birth creates an image of what they think something would look like. And just as a uh, anecdote, there's always been that story that you may have heard 
may not have heard about the blind men that were shown an elephant. Now, what came to your mind when the word elephant came up? Well, these blind men had never seen an elephant and nor touched one. But one was holding on to the leg of the elephant and said, this is like the trunk of a very large tree. So an elephant is like a tree. Another person was holding on to the ear. And they said, this is like a very large leaf. So an elephant is like a leaf. And another person was touching the skin, the wrinkly skin of the elephant. And they said, an elephant is like wrinkled sheets or clothing. So this elephant is like clothing. Now, there was a slight bit of truth to each one of those interpretations of what an elephant looked like. And they were interpreting it based on their own experience because they had been allowed to touch a tree and they had stored in their heart what a tree trunk felt like. And yeah, you can see where an elephant leg would be like a tree trunk. And you can really see how an elephant's ear could be like a very large leaf. And the skin could be like wrinkled clothing. They interpreted that elephant the way they best knew how. And this is how we get programmed in our heart. Something happens, and there is an image with that something that happens. And that image is always a picture. So let's just say, for example, you're a small child, and Something happens. Let's just, for giggles, your parents are having an argument. And the argument may or may not be about you. Let's just say it's not about you. But they are having a very loud argument. And you have this picture of your parents upset. You don't know why they are upset. You just know that they are upset. And when they talk loudly like that, that even impacts you greater. And for whatever reason, you interpret that picture of your parents fighting as it's about me. 
They're fighting because of me. I caused this fight to happen. It's my fault. Now, they may have been arguing about you, and but it's not your fault. But that was your interpretation, just like the blind man's interpretation of an elephant leg. It was like a tree. So now every time two people are in an argument, and it doesn't even have to be your parents, your heart brings up that picture of your parents arguing. And you may not even be aware that that's what your heart brings up. And it says, yeah, see, it's your fault that these two people are arguing. And that's the way your heart interpreted it. That's the way your heart believed it. And that, for your heart, in this particular situation, is truth. Even though it really is not true that that fight was your fault. And so, anytime a similar image comes up, you react exactly the same way as you did originally. Not somewhat, but exactly. Your body puts out all of those stress hormones exactly the way they did the first time. Your body reacts the same way. So now, how did you react when your parents were screaming? Did you just stay there and watch? Did you run away so you didn't get to hear it anymore? Check out, so to speak. Did you approach them and say, stop, 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 stop? As an adult, you will react exactly the same way. So let's just say you're an adult and two people are arguing. You may not even know these two people, but they're still arguing. The first thing that you want to do is react exactly the same way. And let's just say you ran away, went to your room. That's what you will do. So let's just say it's in an employment situation. And two people start arguing. Your first thing to do is to run away and check out. And that may be the very last thing that you need to do. Because what if you are a supervisor and You're running away. And people or your boss may say, well, you know, you're not being a good supervisor because you should have stopped that fight. You should have nipped it in the bud or whatever. But in the meantime, not only is your job impacted, but you are physically impacted because you figure that that argument was your fault down deep 
in your subconscious, which we know rules everything. And so that is how your heart gets programmed. It is because of the images. It is because of what we see. And even if a person is blind, it is what they create as an image for what they believe is going on from what they are hearing. We all do it. It it isn't anything that is just for some people. You might have had an idyllic childhood, but there will always be something that comes up that creates a negative image when you are a small child. Not everybody will react exactly the same way. I remember I was in second grade. Yeah, I'm giving away things. I was in second grade when President Kennedy was shot and killed. I remember vividly And most people do, because that was a fairly traumatic event. I remember vividly the principal coming into our classroom and pulling the teacher out into the hallway. Then I remember the teacher coming back, and she was sobbing uncontrollably. As she announced to us, President Kennedy has been shot and killed. I remember my thoughts. And granted, I was in sixth grade. But here's my thought. Oh, rats. That means the cartoons will be preempted on TV. I was a child. I didn't know the implications. But the image that I had was of not being able to watch my favorite cartoons on Saturday morning on the TV. I have no idea what my other classmates were thinking. Was that traumatic for me? No. Was it traumatic for another classmate? Yes, maybe. The thing is, we never know what would be traumatic enough for an individual to make the program in our hearts good or bad. So now, we know we've got these bad programs. We may not know where they come from. It can come from a childhood experience and it can come from your history, your ancestors. Because all of these images that are programmed in our hearts are also in every single cell of our body. That's why science can't find it, because it's in every single cell of our body. When we come back from the break, I'll talk a little bit about how is it 
that everything is in a single cell of our body, every single cell. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I'd just like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And don't forget to head on over to voiceamerica.tv and check out my show over there. So now, we have been talking about the images on our heart, and where do we get them? We get them from what we have seen as a small child and not necessarily logically able to make a logical interpretation of that image. We also get them from what we inherit from our ancestors, and The way we do that is because every image is in every single cell of our body, and that includes the half cell of the egg and the half cell of the sperm. Now, just like we don't know exactly which physical attributes we inherit from our mother or our father, We inherit both, but we don't know if it's which half we get. Likewise, we don't know which half, which negative images that we inherit. So your mother might be able to say that this is the the thing that I inherited 
Or you might be able to say, this is the thing that I inherited from my mother. So now here is an interesting example. Now, I don't know if I inherited this image or just because my mother could describe it. When she was young, around age 10, her grandmother, whom she adored, was killed in a car accident. Now, we're talking Model T's here. This car accident, this grandmother had on a gray-colored coat. And my mother was never able to describe to me if the coat was bloody or just because her grandmother had the coat on. The car went off a ditch and into a river, so it might have been muddy. Whatever the case, my mother absolutely hated the color gray. Anything similar, it brought up that memory of her beloved grandmother's death and premature death at that. So she just hated gray. And I don't know if I inherited a dislike for gray because of that image, because I inherited that image, or I dislike gray because of what my mother experienced. But I did inherit it. And the other reasons or at least I inherited the image. The other reasons that we know that images are in our heart are because of transplant recipients, especially of the physical heart. You can speak to anyone who has received a transplant, and these are all well-documented situations where a child has received a heart transplant from another child that was tragically killed and the child that received the transplant actually starts acting and behaving like the child that was tragically killed. We know this. We've seen this. So that is how you inherit these images. And those are the tough ones because those are the ones that we can't really put our finger on and say, yeah, I remember that happening or where did that come from is usually the description. From my own experience, with an inherited image beyond what I just told you about the gray coat. From my own experience, there was a storm uh, several years ago that really took out 
several branches of trees. It had a lot of hail in it. My garden was very damaged. And it was a bad storm, but not as bad as some storms can be. And I had a very, very hard time after the storm. I was grieving. And logically, I kept saying to myself, there is no point in grieving. The plants will recover. I can plant new plants in my garden. All sorts of things like that. But I was grieving like my best friend or my own child had been killed. And folks, with the help of a fellow Healing Codes coach, I ferreted out that memory. And it was exactly like that. Somewhere in my ancestry, there was a child killed in a storm. I don't know if it was my child or a family child, or just part of my tribe, so to speak. And I was still grieving any time a storm would come up. Now, I did not have to identify that image as part of my healing process. Actually, all I had to identify was the negative emotion, and knowing that somehow... This negative emotion was associated with a storm. And go through a process of changing that particular program in my heart. Now the memory is still there. The image is still there. But the grief, the negative reaction is gone. Yes, folks, I know that storms can be dangerous, and I know that people can be killed. But for me, physically, any time a storm came up, I started grieving. And that is not a healthy thing for a person to be grieving when they don't need to be grieving. So, we've got these images. We will always have the image. We just need to interpret the image differently. For my mom and the gray coat that belonged to her grandmother, she needed to learn to interpret that the color gray does not mean the death of a loved one. It's just simply a color. Maybe, and I've read this story about a person that was physically abused by another person who wore bright yellow that day. And every time the abused person saw the bright color yellow, He would freak out. He would just become uncontrollable emotionally. And it was affecting his life. It was affecting his job. And like the storm for me, 
any storm would affect me, affecting my life, affecting what I would do. I couldn't even go out into my garden and replant. I'd find myself crying. Like the color gray affected my mother. What is affecting you? And you may not be able to put it down to, on paper, what it is that is triggering you. But what you can do is when you are triggered and you still don't know what it is that triggered you, just write down or notice the emotion that comes up. For the person that is seeing somebody arguing, the emotion that might come up is, it's my fault. They might have an emotion of sorrow. For me in the storms, it was grief. For my mother and the gray coat, it was probably the gray color. It was probably grief. For the person that saw yellow, it was anger. These are all reactions of fear, and we always are getting our bodies flooded with those stress hormones anytime something triggers us, whether we even realize it or not. So when you are triggered, set down that emotion. Now you have something that you can work with to start reprogramming your heart. Because when you start to reprogram your heart, even though the image stays the same, it will be interpreted differently. It will not flood your body with all of those stress chemicals that you can't get rid of. And emotionally, you will not become an emotional basket case or what have you, because you have not been triggered. Now, the best, way, the best thing about approaching it this way, uh, not bringing up the image, just knowing that the image exists, is for any individual with severe PTSD. And I will explain that after the break. So, folks, don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show welcome back to the show just before the break i was talking about how PTSD, severe PTSD, and how looking at the emotions that are generated are better than trying to dig up the actual memory. And folks, it doesn't matter how the PTSD was achieved, if you want to call it that. It only matters that you can change the reaction to the PTSD. Now, the one thing that causes PTSD to be so bad is that the images that caused it are very traumatic. And it has caused our body to do exactly the same thing. The trauma put us into a fight or flight mode. And because of that, and it was an adequate way to be. And you can understand how this fight or flight mode would be adequate or proper for somebody who has been involved in war or from somebody who has been abused, or from somebody who has had a near-death experience, maybe from a car accident or something like that. And if the car accident wasn't even life-threatening, people will develop PTSD. People develop PTSD when they have been in a very rough airplane flight in a rough landing, and even though everything was under control, they interpreted it as life-threatening. So how do you begin to heal these? 
I spoke about what are called reprogramming statements last year in 2017. And these statements are something that we just use on a daily basis to start reprogramming the negative images or the negative beliefs. I will quickly go through them here and what the reprogramming statements are are statements of truth. Now, your heart may not believe the statement of truth right off the bat because the heart maybe doesn't believe some of these statements. The other thing that the statements do is a action. It's a word, a single word in these statements that makes all the difference. It isn't a statement of in the now. It is a statement of what you would like. Every single one of them starts with, I desire. Every single one of these statements moves on to say, I desire and ask. Or if you prefer the word pray, use that. I desire to pray and ask to believe the whole truth and only the truth about who and what I am and who and what I am not. That is the first statement. And the reason that first statement is so important, it's believing the truth. Did you believe it is your fault when people argue? You know, that is a lie. And do you believe that everything is your fault? You know, folks, that is a lie. I thought at first I would have time to go through all 12 of these reprogramming statements, but I really don't. So I encourage you to go back to the show in 20, December 2017-17 and look at the one that talks about reprogramming statements and truth-focused statements. I do want to say that, you know, we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. When a person sees yellow and becomes angry, it's not yellow that's making them angry. It is their heart. And we are our hearts. And it's just like the 
bull in the bullfighting. People think that it is the red cape that is setting that bull off. It's actually the motion of the cape because bulls don't see color. And so the matador that waves the cape just right to attract the bull to charge does it because of the wave. The snake charmer hypnotizes the snake by his motion, not by the sound. That bull, the snake, didn't see things the way they are. (laughs) He saw the things the way that they interpreted it. And that is why King Solomon, thousands of years ago, said, above all else, guard your heart, for everything that you do flows from it. It's because we see the things from our heart that way. So I encourage you to use these reprogramming statements. Go back to that show about the reprogramming statements and start using them. You don't have to use the healing codes with them, but if you do, it makes them all that much more powerful. So until next week, folks, start guarding your hearts and blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to the healing whisper, a return to peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.